Happy Saturday! I hope you have some fun adventures planned for the day, knowing you get an extra hour of sleep tonight thanks to daylight savings time. My adventures include going for a run, mowing the grass for the final time this fall, and playing outside with the kiddos for a bit. We just got a basketball goal, and my five-year-old little man is obsessed with the sport. Then I've got a bear hunt plan with the two-year-old, as she loves bringing the Let's Go on a Bear Hunt book to life. As for the other two girls, I see some bike riding happening. Now on to day 16 of the 21 Days of Storytelling, featuring Chapter 13 of The Dragon Collector. And if you haven't yet secured your free digital copy of The Dragon Collector, be sure to visit authordkdrake.com backslash insiders to snag it as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. It's getting removed from the library on Thursday, so get it while you can. Before we get to the story snippet of the day, I want you to close your eyes and imagine what a dandelion looks like. Can you see that golden weed waving in the wind on the ground in front of your shoe? Now imagine what it looked like if it were ten times bigger! Did you just take a step back? Because I did. And that's how I imagine the flowers and insects of Xandador. Since people can live ten times longer there than here on Earth, I decided flowers and insects are ten times bigger there than here. That's why Octis are like giant dragonflies, and why the garden Javen walks through today is so huge. Alright, enough chit-chat. Let's get back to the story. Welcome to a special storytelling edition of Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, build confidence in their creative writing skills, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. During these 21 days of storytelling, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga, and sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. In The Dragon Collector, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth, until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 13. Return to Obscurity. The sun was high in the afternoon sky by the time Javen rolled his stiff, sore, beat-up body out of bed. He had traversed entirely too many miles on foot yesterday, and now he was feeling the consequences of that abuse. He just hoped he would be recovered enough by tomorrow to reclaim his insignificant place on his football team. He was ready to slip back into his comfortable world where no one expected anything of him or from him. Here, he was nothing but a disappointment. He couldn't be who these people wanted him to be. He wasn't king material. He didn't even know how to be a son or grandson. He was better off being a lonely orphan back on that ranch in Montana. Javen cringed in pain with every tiny move he made as he dressed in a clean t-shirt and shorts from his stash of colorful earth clothes, covered his eyes with contacts, and wandered downstairs, his packed backpack slung over his shoulder. If all went well, perhaps he could be back at the ranch in time to soak his overused muscles in a warm bath before dinner tonight. Then again, he might not be hungry later. Hannah was waiting for him in the kitchen and had the long table covered with all sorts of delicious-smelling food. You're up, she said, smothering him with a hug. I know you didn't eat much yesterday, poor thing, so I made everything I had. She led him to the table, sat him down, and started piling food on his plate. Eat! Thanks. He bowed his head, thanked God for his food, then wondered if God even heard prayers from people in this dimension. Did they worship God here? Javen didn't recall seeing any churches. It didn't matter. He was going to keep praying to the one God he knew regardless of his dimensional location. 
He took a bite of something that resembled roast beef. The savory, tender meat practically melted in his mouth. He took another bite, and another. For the next 20 minutes, he gorged himself on the various meats, vegetables, breads, potatoes, and sweets Hannah provided. When his appetite was finally satisfied, he had the sense to realize no one else was around. Where's Esmeralda? He didn't really care where Ravier was. I think she went for a walk earlier. She sat on the bench beside him. You don't have to go back, you know. This is your home. We are your family. We want you here with us, whether you collect dragons or not. I don't belong here, Javen said. He didn't really belong in Montana either, but at least that place was familiar. It's time for me to go back. Hannah wrapped his left hand in both of hers. Please stay. Javen looked at his grandmother and was surprised to find tears in her eyes. He almost wanted to give in to her plea, to find out what it was like to be part of a real family. But this family wanted him to be someone he wasn't. He couldn't meet their expectations. He needed to return to a place where no one expected anything from him. I can't, he said standing. He had to get out of here before he started crying, too. Thanks for the food. It was all really good. You're welcome, dear. Hannah stood as well and gave him one final hug. And you're always welcome here if you ever change your mind. Thanks. He wouldn't be changing his mind. Blinking back a few tears of his own, Javen grabbed his backpack and walked outside. The bright afternoon sun gave him an excuse to shield his eyes. A good thing since his mom was sitting on the porch steps. You look like you're ready to go, she said. I am. I told you I'd give you three days. This is my third day, and I don't want to stay. Fair enough. She stood and slung a leather bag over her shoulder. We'll say goodbye to your grandfather and be on our way. That's not necessary. He doesn't like me very much, and he's probably just going to get mad if he sees me again. Then let him get mad, but you're going to say goodbye. Fine. Javen hung his head and followed Esmeralda to the garden behind the barn. At least Javen was thankful for this final chance to walk through the head-high, nectar-producing plants the Octis fed on. He recognized many of the flowers, but he had never seen them so big, so colorful, and so breathtaking. He took deep breath after deep breath as he walked through the rows of bright orange butterfly weeds, deep purple and bright white bushes, copper and brass marigolds, red and yellow milkweeds, velvet and lavender lilies, and golden dandelions. Half a dozen octis flitted from bush to bush, drinking in the nectar. This would be one of his favorite memories from Xandador. Then Ravier, who was pruning some of the bushes, ruined it. What are you still doing here? The snippy tone of Ravier's voice sparked Javen's temper. He made no attempt to keep the anger and sarcasm out of his own voice while pointing at Esmeralda. She wouldn't let me leave without saying bye to you, dear grandfather. Ravier sighed and put down his pruning shears long enough to huff one word. Goodbye. There, Javen said, turning around. We can go now. No, we can't, Esmeralda said, spinning Javen back around. Hug him. Then we'll go. What? You heard me. That's not necessary, Esmeralda, Ravier said. Yes, it is. She took the sharp shears out of Ravier's hands. Whether you like it or not, you two are family. You're never going to see each other again, and the last memory you have of one another is going to be a pleasant, loving one. Now, hug. Javen and Ravier both jumped at the shrill today's command storytelling episode, but Javen don't want to wait to find out what Ravier's happens next. Stiff body Click on over to authordkdrake.com/justice. There you can there, secure your Esmeralda free said, digital copy of the Dragon Collector as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. Find the Dragon Collector will only be included in the Starter Library through the end of these 21 days. So be sure to become an insider by November 10th to get your free copy. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.